0: hello 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 everybody and welcome to another episode of the halfway healthy podcast i'm your host jake johnson and in this podcast you're going to learn tips and strategies on how to improve your mental health from my own personal mental health journey and in this particular episode we're going to talk about the differences between being process-oriented versus being results-oriented, and which is better for a greater peace of mind. Now, disclaimer, I am not a licensed psychologist or therapist. The opinions and advice that I share are based on my own experience and lessons that I have learned from going to therapy. This podcast is not a replacement for going to therapy. I highly encourage everyone to go see a professional therapist. It has helped my life immensely. If you're having thoughts of harming yourself or others, please dial 911 or whatever the phone number is in your part of the world or seek immediate emergency medical care. About uh, 20 years ago, uh the, i started selling cars and uh i was in a car business for like 10 years and five years as a salesman on the on the, on the ground on the line as, as we like to say um uh, the front line and then five years in finance as a finance manager so when i first started selling cars um well first of all selling cars. Most of the time is a commission based uh, business, meaning if you sell a car, you know, you get a percentage of the profit uh, between what the dealer paid for the car and what you sell the car for. So you don't get paid on the value of the car like in real estate. So this is why a lot of car salesmen do a lot of haggling because they want to keep as much profit as possible because they're getting paid a percentage on that profit. Meaning if the dealer buys a car for, I don't know, 15,000 and salesman sells the car for 17,000, that's a $2,000 profit, obviously. And you get a percentage of that, you know, somewhere between 20 or 25%, whatever. But this isn't about cars right now. <laughs> you can get distracted. This is, this is not a podcast about how to sell cars. But anyway, the point is in order to talk to a customer, um, you either have a list of taking turns between the other salespeople or you may call call the, by the calling of uh, the car color. So if you see a car come in, first person to say a hey, blue car coming in, they would have the right to go talk to that customer. So anyway, when I started selling cars in the beginning, I was so anxious because my it's it's easy to be anxious because you're not receiving a salary. you're only getting paid if you sell a car now obviously it's not legal to work somewhere and, and not get at least minimum wage but if a dealership where when I was selling cars, if a dealership had to pay you minimum wage then you're you're gonna lose your job real quick um so without us without the the security of a salary, And you just, if you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't sell something, you don't get a check. There's a lot of pressure to sell a car. So whenever I would go have my turn to talk to a customer, literally I would get knots in my chest and in my stomach. I was so anxious. I was just like, oh my God. Oh, I hope they buy a car. Oh, I hope I can sell them this car because it's human nature. You know, to want to make the most money as possible. But the 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 thought of focusing on that result was written all over my face. You know um, that I was just I was just desperate. I was hungry. I wanted to, I wanted to sell a car. But the point is, I was so f- attached to the results that I would get cottonmouth and my hands would sweat, and I would just be so anxious that I really didn't do a good job at presenting the car or uh building rapport with the customer demonstrating sell you know showing the value of the particular car ascertaining their needs uh there's a lot of things that i that i didn't do as well because i was so attached to the re- the result and then when the, when the customer didn't buy i would feel worse and it was just wow oh, it was just it was just a big ordeal so eventually I had to learn the difference between being process-oriented and results-oriented because the results of selling a car really aren't all in the salesperson's control. However, the, the, the managers may make you think that, hey, you can control this outcome. You're a, if you, The better salesman you are, the, then you can force somebody to buy a car. And that's what I used to think. I used to have these expectations, these unrealistic, realistic expectations that, hey, man, I'm the one who's forcing people to buy a car. I'm selling a car instead of them buying it. So needless to say, how that ended up turning out is I ended up learning that it would be better to be process oriented and focus on the things that I can control more so than worrying about the results as I'm as I'm approaching the result. So what I learned is focusing on the results causes anxiety. You know, the more attached you are to the result, the worse your performance is going to be. And the more anxious you will become, which turns into like a, a vicious cycle. So what I learned personally is that the brain or my brain, I'll just speak for me. And if it applies to you, great. Can only focus on one thing at a time. Either I'm going to focus on the process, doing my best for the process and letting the results take care of themselves, or I'm going to focus on the results. And in, in doing that, I, I won't have room to focus too much on the process. So I, I said, you know what? I'm going to focus on the process. I developed a a, a seven step process for selling cars. Uh, you know, first would be to meet the customer, uh, develop rapport, you know, find out their needs would be another step. Demo the car, uh, drive it, come back, you know, write it up step by step. Now, my my goal was to just do the best I could to take each customer to the next step. I wouldn't worry about the 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 future steps. I would just worry about one step at a time. So someone came in, I would my whole thing is, you know what? I'm going to. Greet them, introduce myself, and that's all I'm going to think about. Then the next step, if they if they were interested in seeing a car, then I would show them and blah, 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 blah. But in general, I would just tell myself, you know what? I don't care if they buy a car or not. I am just going to attach myself and embrace the process and, and, and let the chips fall where they may because that just focus on the, the, the anxiety. I mean, focus on the results causes the anxiety. Um, it hinders your ability to execute properly that could, that could lead to the results you're looking for. Um, Another thing I found is that too much attachment to the results can cause you to feel inadequate. If if you feel like you're the one who's in control of the results, and and then someone doesn't doesn't buy or someone doesn't do what you're, you know, you you don't get the results you're looking for, you can feel like, hey man, you know, I'm responsible for that, and and then you you could feel bad, feel guilty feel inadequate, insecure, and and really none of those results had anything to do with you. I mean, it could have just been they just didn't want to buy or they're just or whatever, just use going back to the, the car business example. But yeah, so many days I felt inadequate, like I wasn't good enough. Like if I can just increase my skills more, I can force people to buy cars and all this kind of stuff. But in reality, what I needed to do was. Adjust my expectations, my expectations to think that I can control. This is a free country. People can do what they want. They can say they're going to buy it and change their mind. They can come just ask for the price. Leave it has. It has a little to do with me, but not it, it's not all based on the salesperson. So what tips could I. Share that would help you not be so focused on the results and focus more on the process. The tip number one is don't accept other people's expectations of what success should look for you look like for you. So you you may be at a job or whatever and playing sports and some someone may think, you know what, you need to be successful every time you go out you need to sell it. Every time you talk to a customer, you need to sell a car. Every time you shoot a basket, you need to uh, make the basket. But is that realistic? No. But if but I actually thought those things. I was thinking that I could force somebody to buy a car. I can make them buy a car. So when they left and they didn't buy, I was sitting there just looking like, man, what's wrong with me? What can I do to get better? But in reality, no matter how good I got, I mean, some people just aren't gonna buy. Sometimes you're gonna shoot a shot, and it's just not gonna go in. Your form can be good. It just, just have to accept that you're gonna have some results that that aren't what you're looking for. But you got to just keep moving, keep going forward. And the other tip I would give, tip number two, is have process goals. Instead of I'm not saying you don't need to have results, goals for your results, but after you set your goals for your results in order to achieve them, you need to focus on the process process goals are goals like you would have when you go to the gym, you know, you don't go to the gym saying, you know what, I'm when I go to the gym, I got to lose five pounds today. Like that's not realistic. You go to the gym and say, you know what, I'm going to spend 30 minutes on a treadmill or an hour. I'm going to work, do some bench press, four sets of whatever, some squats, whatever you're going to do. And you just focus on the process and you have faith that by focusing on the process for a good amount of time, you will get the results eventually that you're looking for. That's a good example of how to be process oriented and have oriented and have process goals. Okay, and really the last tip I would give Is just do your best. If you focus on doing your best, giving your best effort and letting the chips fall where they may, um, your, your anxiety level will be so much lower and you will be so much, have a lot more peace of mind. So that's what I would do when I was going back to the car example. I just say, you know, I'm gonna do the best I can to take my customers from one step to the next and whatever happens, happens. And, and as a result, I did I did really well, but I wasn't worried about doing well. You see, if you if you if you look at if you follow sports and if you look at uh, some of the great players that play the game, for example, in basketball. And when they ask their interview, they say, hey, man, what do you think you're going to have what's going to happen for this game? How do you see the game playing out? And rarely do you see people say, We have to win. I have to score 50 points. I have to do this because that puts added pressure on them. They'll say stuff like, You know, hey, you know, we're just gonna go out there, do the best we can to put ourselves in position to win, and we'll see what happens. That's it, you know, because that's really all they can do is put themselves in position to win. There's so many other factors. There's so many factors that that go into winning and losing that it's not on just one person all the time. Um, hope you learn a little bit from this. That it's really just best to just focus on doing your best and control what you control and the rest. Hey, you know, leave it to your higher power. I like to say God, leave it to God. I leave it, put it in God's hands, you know, and once I put the results in God's hands, I'm not like longer, no longer worried about it. You know, let go, let God. And uh, I've also learned that as long as I'm worrying about it, he can't worry about it. So I'm going to let him worry about the results and I'll focus on on the process. All right. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm out.